We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Radio WRBA Tuesday afternoon, half hour from now. My namesake, Colonel Jeffrey Katz, the chief of the Chesterfield County Police Department, will be joining us because we are trying to get to the bottom of this situation involving Stacy Davenport's office, the Chesterfield County Commonwealth's Attorney's Office. A very successful sting operation conducted by the Chesterfield County Police Department's detectives. They got a whole slew of detectives, and all they work, really, are crimes against children. These internet crimes, you've got somebody online saying, oh, yeah, I'll drive to uh, Midlothian. Uh, How old are you? Blah, 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 blah. So they do this stuff all the time, and they get tremendous results. They lock up a lot of people who really do need to be locked up. But for some reason... One of these cases out of the 17, the Commonwealth's attorney just decided to null prost, uh, just not to prosecute. And there are a lot of questions being raised. Why? Is there a connection? Is there, I mean, we just don't know. And the Commonwealth's attorney, unfortunately, has not been uh, particularly responsive. We've said to her office, anytime you'd like to come on, the floor is yours. She through her spokespeople and what have you, sort of uh, implied that the Chesterfield County Police Department didn't didn't do enough investigating. There wasn't enough evidence to prosecute. Uh, Colonel Katz says that's just not true. So Colonel Katz will be here at 535. Stacey Davenport, as I said, has an open invitation anytime she wants. And uh, somebody else who has an open invitation. And we always try to just drag him onto the show, whether whether he wants to come or not, uh, is is one of the true heroes and gems of the Commonwealth of Virginia. That is our former governor, Doug Wilder. And I'm happy to say that he he answered his phone and he's here this afternoon. Good afternoon, Governor. Thanks a lot, Jeff. I'm happy to have any phone. Good to be with you as always. Yeah. God bless you. Well, my friend, the pleasure is ours. And while I certainly want to get your sense of everything that's going on before we do that, uh, can I be amongst the first to wish you a very happy birthday and to tell you that my gift to you is that I will not sing happy birthday to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's thanks a-, a lot, Jeff. Thanks a lot, Jeff. And, uh, 
And I appreciate the gift, too. <laughs> well, that's right. I'll bet you do. I will bet you do. But, God bless you. Thank but the, but the war wishes. This opportunity, I want to take this opportunity to thank so many people who recognized it, called me, and communicated with me. And it's uh, it's a good day to wake up any day. But when people on your birthday acknowledge it, it's very good. And thanks a lot. Absolutely. So 92 years old, correct? Yep. So, uh, silly question, but uh, anything changed in the last 92 years that you noticed? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> a whole lot of things have changed. <laughs> I, I started growing up. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think it speaks for itself. It does. But I tell it you does. what, yeah, I've seen so much change. That's yeah. one of the things that I'm involved with in terms of being at our school of government and Public affairs at VCU on our Supreme Good Dean Susan Gooden, yeah. and that is we are trying to teach youngsters yep. and people who are there at the school, not just youngsters, about what America was, what America is, and what America can be, and we do it in comparable stages. And so, yes, I've seen those changes. I've yes. been fortunate to have benefited benefited from those changes. And I'm fortunate enough to be in a position in many instances to project what change needs to take place for the future. So, yes, the answer to your question is, oh, yes, a whole lot. <laughs> well, I want to ask you to talk a little bit about the uh, the school of government, the Wilder School, that yeah. you, you are attracting some of the, the best and the brightest who have said, okay, I, I want to know everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, the, uh, you know, the warts and all, and then I want to be yeah. prepared to go out and, frankly, uh, make it a better place if I can do that. It's yeah. got to be especially heartening for someone who devoted his life to public service. Uh, to look at this and say, hey, guess what? Maybe there are a few kids coming along that want to do this. You're absolutely right. There are more than one or two people because, as you have pointed out, I get a chance to meet people. And when, when people are, when, when it is understood that we are talking about people going to school, don't believe that everybody who's going to school is a teenager or 19 or 20, we've got people who have families that are coming to school to learn because they had to shorten their education to sacrifice for others. And one of the things I live by and have been guided by is that my belief that government is of, for, and should be by the people, Mm -hmm. the people themselves, not the leaders. The leaders should come from the people to speak for the people and they understand what the people demands could be and should be and met. When you look in this day and age, Governor, and one of the reasons that I, uh, I, I always love having you on this program and uh, I love being with you. Oh, that's very kind. And, and other people say, when's the governor coming on? And sometimes, you know, we got to make it clear. You talk about Governor Yunkin. No, 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 no. You know, the governor, you know, like you don't even need a last name. You're like Elvis or, or Beyonce. It's just, it's just one name. We know who we're talking about, but. Um, well, you're getting there. <laughs> one of the things that I love though, is, is the honesty and, and, and this experience, obviously that you bring to the table where you can, you, you can call things out for what they are and, and, and your, your guiding principle that this is about the people 
do you look right now anywhere in America, not just in our Commonwealth, but 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 in America, do you see the bulk of politicians and government officials and public servants and those? I know those terms get interchanged and they shouldn't, but are the bulk of those folks dealing with the issues of the people or are they advancing themselves? I, I hate to be cynical. I, I hate to suggest that they aren't there, yeah. those people that you speak of. But the difficulty is when I ask that question of people all over the country, uh, wherever I travel and wherever, however we communicate, yeah. name me those people. Yes. And it's very unfortunate. I, I am hoping that the new governor of, of Maryland, Westmore, was just sworn in, mm-hmm. will take some belief. Well, he'll be sworn in tomorrow. I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll take some belief in knowing that the people of Maryland elected him to be governor of all the people. He knows that. Right. But to show that, I, I would hope more, though, that if we could have that same degree of transference of knowledge and infusion of commitment mm-hmm. to the people who occupy the seats in the Congress and in the people right here in our state legislature. Uh, I would want them to see that the issues of education, crime, housing, health care, they are still there. So we are are talking about so many horrible decisions being made by so many places. And unfortunately, we try to resolve them by saying, well, that part is fault. Or the other part is fault. That's not the party's fault. It's the fault of the leaders. Because if leaders can't get along, they need to be replaced. And if leaders are there for themselves, they need to be replaced. And if not now, when? That's that's the whole question, isn't it? I mean, otherwise you're just kicking the can and hoping that somebody else is going to do the heavy lifting and actually do what needs to be done. After all, I am their leader. And you remember, wasn't it Robespierre who said that when they were storming the French, the Bastille in France? Where are those people going? How dare they go there? I'm not there. After all, I am their leader. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Uh, (laughs) But let me say this in terms of where we are today in Virginia. And that's why I say I want to see a bit more presence Mm -hmm. of commitment to our capital city. I yes. want to see a bit more commitment. I'm saying, and I've said this about our mayor, and I've said this about the police and public safety, but I've also said that I think the governor should be involved with making certain that our capital city is not destroyed to the extent that it is by crime or neglect. And I'm knowing that's not what he was elected to do, but he was elected to be governor that's of right. all the people. However, I don't look for the current mayor to do anything differently than what has been done because he's been there. He knows or should know what to do. That hasn't happened. And so the people, I see them, they ask me, and I tell them, have no fear. We are still going to be there for you, but we need to encourage them. And that's why we use communications like this through your show and others to let the people know there are those there who are for them. I couldn't agree with you more, Governor Wilder. I, I look at the problems in the city. I, I think that uh, 
well, I mean, you and I, I think, agree on on the mayor, and I don't know that there's anything else that needs to be said there. But uh, I, I mean, there, <laughs> not at all. No, there's not right. <laughs> Silence is golden, and uh, that's uh, right. It, Until just, it's time to vote. That's right. That's right. But there's so many issues, and, and I always come back to RPS to Richmond Public Schools. The children in that school yes. system have done nothing wrong, and by God, somebody above them ought to give a damn and say, "Let's have books. Let's have laptops. Let's have buildings that are not on fire that don't have roofs caving in." I, it, it, these children deserve an education, and and, and they're not getting it. I love. I love the fact that you're saying these kinds of things. I like the fact that you have not said whose fault it has been, whose fault it is, and whose fault it might be. But what you are saying is these things can be and should be remedied. They should be taken care of. It is the responsibility of the leadership, and there is no excuse for this not to have happened. There is no excuse. Money is not the problem. That's right. And for anyone to tell you that, you know better. For anyone to tell me that, I know better. Don't believe that people don't know better. But to the extent that they might not know all of it, that's why we take this opportunity to say it's the fault of leadership. Serious. It sure is. Well, listen, uh, Governor Wilder, I always appreciate being here. And I have to tell you something. You you helped me score major points. And... uh, as you know, I, I and I don't know how I failed as a father, but both of my sons are, are loyal Democrats. You know that. Uh, but, yes, you said it publicly. But my my oldest boy, uh, I, I asked him. He he said to me, "Dad, you once told me I could come on your show," and I thought, "Oh no, no, no! This is this. I wouldn't have Che or Fidel on here. I'm not having you, Harry. Not a chance." And he said. Oh, <laughs> He said, come on now, if, if, if you can get along with Governor Wilder, you could get along with me. I said, well, of course I get along with Governor Wilder. He's, he's brilliant. He's principled. He's well-reasoned. Oh, yeah. we, we, wow. we agree on one wow. or another, you know, disagree on a thing or two. Well, long story short, Governor, he came on. He did a wonderful job, actually. And uh, oh, it was all because uh, his dad, who he thinks is... Well, you know, I'm his dad, so I don't have any standing. But, uh, but his dad gets to play nicely with Governor Doug Wilder, so that was good enough for him. Well, and so I appreciate that. Is that is very, very good. And give him my highest regards, and tell him if he's like his dad, he's found a good a mold to follow. And uh, God bless him. You that too. too. And so and to the people who are listening, I want to say to them. We are going to always be with the people. When I say we, those of us who are concerned with making right what's wrong and demanding it to the extent of fulfillment, there will always be those detractors. There will always be the false leadership. But don't give up. And to the extent that I've lived 92 years, born in in 1931, born in the deepest of depression, lived through a heck of a recession, Mm-hmm. And none of it ever stopped me from moving as high ahead as I could and given the opportunities. I have been fortunate and blessed to have the kinds of opportunities I've had that others made for me. We have the responsibility to do that for other youngsters. Absolutely. By the way, when he's coming back for spring break, I'm bringing him down to, uh, to say hello to you at BCU, if that's okay. We, we're going to have lunch. I love it. I love it. We're going to do it. 
God bless you, Governor. Happy birthday. Uh, 92 is a good start. Make sure you're taking a nice walk around the block or whatever. We need you for at least another 92 years because you're... uh, No, I promise you another 50. 50. (laughs) I'll take it. Sold. Love it. Love it. Love it. God Always bless good you. being with you. God bless you, sir. Bye-bye. Thank you. That is former Governor Doug Wilder celebrating his 92nd birthday today. This is someone who has lived a life of service, and I say it from the bottom of my heart. I love Doug Wilder. God bless him. I'll, I'll take another 54 if that sounds good. Jeff Gads, News Radio, WRBA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.